Hi there. I'm Madeline, one of the coaches and co-hosts of the Know Me podcast. I'm here with Cynthia Garrett, licensed mental health counselor and coach, and one of the wisest and kindest people I know. But maybe I'm biased. She's also my mom. Each episode, we discuss what's going on in the world, themes we're seeing with our clients, and topics that help us discover more about ourselves every day. As coaches and curious people, we believe that living your fullest, most authentic life starts with getting to know yourself. By the end of each episode, we hope you're one step closer to saying, ah, yes, I truly know me. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Know Me podcast. We are so excited to get started on this project because it's something we have been talking about for, I don't know, mom, what has it been? Six months? Four months? Gosh, I would say even longer. I think we started talking about the podcast back in prior to the pandemic. Yeah, you know what? That's actually probably true. And it's just kind of grown over time. So we've been talking about it for a long time. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to those ideas that just stick in the back of your head and take some time to come to fruition. And on reflecting in how to start this, this podcast to introduce you to what we want to bring to the table. I was trying to remember the mindset that I was in when we first really started getting serious about this. And even though we've been talking about it for a while, I think we really got serious about it in about February of this mm-hmm. year. And I just remember both of us coming to the table tired, mm. tired. I Because, you know, my mom, my co-host, my partner in crime is a licensed mental health counselor. And as many of our listeners will know, We have a global mental health crisis. There's just not, there's such a shortage of people who can uh, provide services that are just sorely needed to help support people. And uh, for a long time, my mom has been talking about wanting to help as many people as possible, but really worrying about her own well-being and keeping up with what ends up being, I don't know, how many clients do you see a day? Somewhere between 10 and 12. Yeah. So 10 and 12 times five. So what, 50 to 60 clients a week? Right. Uh, which is a lot. It's it's a lot to take on as an individual person. And of course, because you're incredibly caring and ambitious, I mean, you still want to help more people, but there's only so many hours in the day. And I remember we got together for this little retreat to try and figure out how we could collaborate together and, and reach more people and help more people. And I just remember feeling energized by the idea of collaborating, but exhausted by the limitations of our time. And energy because there's so much ambition in wanting to be helpful people, but not having enough time to help all the people we want to help. Do you remember being in that yeah. state? Am I am I alone in this? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely right. I remember being not only in that state of almost a little bit of panic, when, mm. you know, and when you're in a state of panic that you're not going to be able to be as impactful or you're not going to be able to be as helpful because you're just one person and there's such a need, right? There's such a, like you said, global need. You know, one yeah. of the things, you know, also that's important is that we live across the pond, so to speak. So we do. You know, Madeline is working and living in the UK. And she and I were also trying to find a way to stay, you know, connected and meaningful in each other's lives with Mm. the distance, right? And then you put a pandemic on top of that. And so 
you know, that's the other thing I was thinking of why we thought a podcast of sharing some of the conversations that you and I have had on how to be, be more helpful, be more impactful to the world at, at large. Yeah, absolutely. And you, I mean, you've just listed things, being impactful, being in help, being helpful, and we're not being explicit about it, but the whole point of Nomi as a podcast, as a concept, as a collaboration is the knowing of me, the focusing on the internal, because so many of our conversations, just because I'm, I'm blessed with the fact that I get to have great conversations with my mom all the time. And they always tend to be about themes of who we are and how to be more of who we want to be, et cetera. But the Know Me podcast is about the internal. And I think when we get caught up in that exhaustion back in February, I remember feeling it so deeply. It came from a place of, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I have right. such good resources and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, we've never, I mean, mom, we have never wanted for ideas. We are ideas no. people. Which could be really overwhelming, right? One doing activity after the next doing activity. We even kind of travel that way. It's like, how many doing activities can we just cram into a long weekend? Yes. Oh my (laughs) gosh. I know. Whenever I go home, that is the question. Mm -hmm. Or when you come here. But so, I mean, the doing activities, right? So we're with the podcast, we were dancing around this idea, but we were also entertaining a lot of other ideas Mm -hmm. and we didn't know what to do. I didn't feel I knew what to do, but we knew we wanted to be helpful and we knew we wanted to be impactful and to be impactful, to, to reach as many people as possible. The podcast just kind of emerged as this way of doing that. The, the, so there it is, right? So we wanted to be helpful. So we figured that the doing of the podcast would be the way forward and to be impactful we knew we wanted to do interviews, conversations around themes that we think are not being spoken about enough, new angles, exploring things, and also just doing the relationship between you and I, between mother and daughter, and exploring some really key constant patterns in the human experience as I go through them, as my clients go through them, as you go through them, as your clients go through them. And hopefully have impact on some of our listeners' lives as you listen to some of the tools that we have available to us and stumble upon on our journeys and some of the things that we're just thinking about and the people that we meet. So that's really how we came to the doing of the podcast was focusing on the people we wanted to be. Am I summarizing that right? (laughs) Absolutely, right? I, I remember getting in trouble with all those ideas like you were talking about, right? When the focus was on, well, we could do this or we could do that. And then coming up also with this idea of the thing that continues to sometimes be a stumbling block for you and I who do a lot of self-reflection mm. is, is this thing of doing self-reflection, pausing long enough to focus on who we want to be. And that sounds like sort of a fluffy. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of a fluffy, like, well, how the heck do you, what are you talking about? What do you mean who you want to be? Right. Mm. You know, and, and, and then not falling into the trap that we've done probably since we were little of, I want to be doing activity. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a, I want to be a coach. You know, I want to be a counselor. Well, Cynthia, why do you want to be a counselor? And, and so, you know, 
why do you want to do this thing of reaching a lot of people, right? And so coming back to, well, I want to be helpful. I want to be educational. I want to be a sharer of knowledge. I want to be responsible and I want to be resourceful and I want to be trustworthy and I want to be honest and I want to be all sorts of those things. And so, you know, when we're thinking about ourselves, I I think of when I work with clients, right? It's sort of like the interview question, right? Sometimes when we're talking about being, we're talking about strengths, right? We're talking Mm. about character strengths. We're talking about personality traits, right? And isn't the classic, you know, interview question, right? Of what are five strengths that you will bring, that you will bring to this job, right? And and in some ways, I think our, our relationships, it's the same thing. Our friends, what are five things, you know, <laughs> that you bring to this friendship or you bring to this, you know, a partnership or, or whatever, right? But we don't talk that way. And so no. we focus more on the doing, right? You know, so when, when someone says, so, you know, what do you like about Madeline? I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what? We both love really good food. We both love learning about cultures. We both, right? And, and that's mm. all, the, all the doing things. But when I boil it down of why do, why do I like traveling with you? It's because I love that you're curious, right? Mm. I love that you're adventuresome. I love that you are nurturing and caring and all of those things. And you bring out those things in me, which I love about me. Ah, go on, go on. Yeah, (laughs) right. So it is looking at those doing activities, right? On the outside, like looking at your day as a whole, right? And saying, what was it? What was I bringing to those doing activities that made me? feel like wonderful me. Well, aside from just flattery, you touched on something really important there, which is Mm. how exploring our internal world, Mm. how understanding the person we want to be affects our external world. Because Mm. what you were just saying is that our connection, and actually when you said it, when you talked about even in the first example of why, why you love me, you spoke about the things we have in common, the values we have in common. And then later you said, you love the values I have that we share and that either they're the same or they help values you have resonate more. So we can have different values, but they can work together so that when we are together leaning into who we are and who we want to be, it's like a vibration effect, right? So like my living in my truth helps you live in your truth and your living in your truth helps me live in my truth, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that this is, this is one of the tenets of this podcast, right? You know, mm-hmm. if you can walk away, and I, and I really do hope that people do, if you can walk away understanding yourself better, the person you will carry into the world, into your decisions, into your experiences, into your opportunities for connection, will help you come to the table to show up more authentically. And that will effectively make your life better. It just does. I mean, I can almost promise it. If you are showing up authentically as yourself and you are leading with the mindset of who you want to be, your life will improve. That is just how it works. When we stop focusing so much on all the things we have to do and we start focusing more on the people we want to be, I believe people are inherently good and that if they focus on that, 
it will create this ripple effect of beauty and will improve not only your life, but the lives of people around you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and it, doesn't necessarily just have to be who you want to be, mm. right? There's been a lot of research around the fact that we are inherently, we are born with, mm. let's call them, you know, core being <laughs> or core values, right? Yeah. Which is, which is compassion, curiosity, you know, courage, you know, courage things like that. And so we just need to tap into it. Absolutely it's, true. It's there. It it's there. You look at a newborn baby, right? They're you know, they're being <laughs> oh my god, right? Aren't they just <laughs> yes, right? And and so and then you look at, say, taking care of a pet. We're interacting with someone who's dependent. What mm. There's innate values. There's innate ways of being that just come, right, and resonate, right? And mm. so, so they're there. Actually, yeah. there's, a, there's a survey out there that'll tell you there's 24 of them that we all have and we just use them in a different order, but we get so clouded by not tapping into them, you know, it, it, so we don't have to create them. They're there. They're, they're, you know, they're just waiting to be accessed. Oh, I love that. They are waiting to be accessed. And the survey that my mom's speaking about is the VIA Institute survey of character strengths, which we'll put in our show notes. So each episode, if we mention certain tools or resources, you can check out our show notes and there'll be links there. The VIA Institute character strengths survey is free. And so you can take it now. And actually you can take it multiple times in your life. You have an interesting story about that, don't you, mom? <laughs> yeah, I do. So about, oh gosh, it's probably been about 20 years. About 20 years ago, I took the survey because I, as a, you know, working clinician, I, I go by the model of self as instrument, meaning that I like to do things that I'm going to invite my clients to do for myself just to see what the impact is because I think it's just a, a, a much more helpful way if if I can say yeah, oh, yeah this is what I found insightful than than just you know listing off a whole bunch of resources and and having not really any idea if they had any kind of impact on me so mm -hmm. I took the survey and basically the survey listed 24 character strengths. And they said that the ones that were listed at the top mm -hmm. were your quote unquote signature strengths, meaning that just like I'm right-handed, I'm going to reach with my right hand more than I'm going to reach with my left hand for things. That is sort of what we do with our um, strengths. Mm -hmm. And so I have all 24. And so I don't need to panic with the bottom five that, oh my <laughs> God, I better really work at that, right? No, it just means that I was challenged to kind of look at my life and say, okay, why is perseverance number one? And why is loving and caring number two and three? And mm -hmm. so I, I looked at my life at that time and I was going through a very, very difficult time 20 years ago. I was also, there was lots of challenges, you know, 
raising kids, getting ready to launch them off to, you know, college. I was also, you know, going through my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And so Mm -hmm. there was, and I was in a family business and I was looking at, should I stay as an active role? in that family business or should I leave the, the business and help to care for my mom? But there was all sorts of, you know, very, very challenging things. And so perseverance, right? Nose to the grindstone, so to speak, was very, mm-hmm. prev- was very prevalent for me. And so um, yeah. yay, yay. Thank you, perseverance for, you know, bubbling to the top because then I had a name for it. Then I was like, okay, well, I know why I'm doing this activity the way I'm doing it and making Mm. the decision the way I'm making it because I want to live to that value of perseverance. Fast forward, I, right before the pandemic, decided to take, I think I was having actually a conversation with your older sister and we were talking about Yeah, we were talking about this premise and I invited her to take the survey and I thought, oh, what the heck? I might as well take it again. And so I took it again and lo and behold, love of learning bubbled to number one. Caring, yeah, caring and loving were still number two and three, but perseverance went to number 17. Wow, that's quite a, that's quite a drop. I know, yeah. And if I think about it, right, unfortunately, well, or fortunately, as the case may be, my mom did pass away. So the caring of her Mm -hmm. through her long goodbye of Alzheimer's 14 years was over. And I had launched my private practice and was doing something that I absolutely love. And it was established. And my three beautiful daughters were, quote unquote, launched and, (laughs) and, and, you know, living their best lives. So I, I could really tap into my love of learning. I've always loved learning. I always joke and say, you know, I hope I learn for the rest of my life. And I'm always pursuing that part of, of me because Mm. it makes my heart sing. So, so yeah, so that was my journey. I just so appreciate your sharing this so openly with our listeners, not only because I think you share some deep challenges that many people can relate to, but also because I think it speaks to how curious we can always be about ourselves. And this conversation that we want to have with each other as co-hosts, with you all as our audience, it's an infinite conversation. We're always learning more about ourselves. We're always in constant conversation with ourselves. And that curiosity, that love of lifelong love of learning, we have this in common again, is something that we hope to bring to every single episode because we believe so strongly in the impact that constant curiosity in yourself can have on the person you, you show up with every day. So thank you so much for sharing that story. And hopefully it gives some sort of indication of what we'll bring to the table for each episode. So we hope to bring tools and tactics. We hope to bring real gritty stories of our lives, of the themes we're seeing with our clients, of course, with their permission. And also, we just hope to bring real conversation to the table and talk about and pick apart the topics that are top of mind right now that can help us to focus on the being, focus less on the doing, 
or not necessarily focus less on the doing, but know that the the doing comes from the being Mm -hmm. if we start from the being and just give us more opportunities to be curious. So we invite you all to be curious with us. Of course, in any episode, if something that you hear makes you want to learn more, you're more than welcome to reach out to us. You can find our contact information in the show notes. And if you ever want to explore a topic with us, please let us know. If you want to try and be on the podcast, please let us know. But we really just invite you on this journey with us of everlasting curiosity in yourself because we are right there next to you exploring ourselves too. Absolutely. I love that. And I invite people to, like Madeline said, just be curious, remain Mm -hmm. curious. I have that saying on my wall that there's no good data or bad data. It's just data. And the data that we can learn about ourselves along this wonderful journey of life can be so rewarding and so intriguing, sometimes a little scary, but overall it can lead us to a more, I think, fulfilled way of living. I couldn't agree more. All right. So one of the things we like to end our episodes with is a quote, and I'm going to ask my mom to read a quote that's actually not from someone else. It's from herself because it's something I love as well. She hangs it on her wall behind her in her video chats and also in her office at her practice. So mom, can you bring us through the quote right now? Yes. So is what I am doing as a human being supporting who I am as a human being. How are you and what are you being today? What a powerful question to ask ourselves each day. So maybe that's a maybe that's an exercise. If you found the topic that we spoke about today interesting and want to explore your values and your being story a bit more, we have three exercises that you can do. The first is to take the VIA Institute Character Strength Survey, which we spoke about, and you can find the link to in our show notes. The second is to ask yourself in a reflection exercise, whether journaling or just out loud, potentially even a conversation with a friend, to look at times in your life where you felt purposeful and joyful. They can be memories, they can be pockets of time, they could be jobs you held, anything like that. And asking yourself some probing questions around why you felt joyful, why you felt purposeful, and looking for some patterns in the values and strengths that you brought to those situations. Then in turn, you can look for opportunities to bring those values and strengths into your current circumstances and situations. The last exercise is to create what my mom loves to call a to-be list. So this is instead of waking up in the morning and starting with a to-do list, start with who you want to be. Do you want to be patient today? Do you want to be authentic today? Do you want to be kind or helpful? Choose something that you want to be And then create your to-do list around how you can show up as that person in this day. Those are just three exercises that can get you started. Of course, there are plenty more resources around value-driven and purpose-driven living. We'll get into this more in future episodes, and you're more than welcome to reach out to us if you are curious to learn more. As always, thank you for spending time with us, and we hope that you found this helpful. Be well. 
That brings us to the end of this episode. We hope our conversation provides some insight and practical ways to navigate and understand you. If you have found our show to be helpful, please pass it along. Madeline and I are hoping you will join us in creating a ripple effect of mental health and well-being. As always, thanks for listening to the Nomi Podcast. This is Cynthia and Madeline asking you to be good to you.